Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the Mom Hour. I'm Megan Francis here as always with my good friend Sarah Powers. Hey Sarah. Megan, how are you? I'm great. Yay. We are gearing up for the holiday season. So this week we are talking about gifts that go the distance yes. for kids. Those things that you buy your kids, um, you know, and maybe they get passed down from child to child or yes. five years later, they're still playing with them. They don't end up in a pile of broken pieces or like yes. stuffed under the bed or whatever, because we all know how annoying it is to yes. purchase something that we think is great and then have it be basically just a waste. So yeah. I'm going to kick it over to Sarah really quick. Cause we have a great sponsor this week that we're really excited about Sarah. Yes. Take it. Yeah, so we're super excited. We have Micro Kickboard as our sponsor. If you guys don't know the Micro Kickboard brand, I bet you've seen it and just never connected the dots because it wasn't on my radar for a while. But Micro Kickboard makes scooters um, for all ages, and they're actually the U.S. distributor for a Swiss company. The design and the quality is amazing. Megan, I think you can agree. Yeah, this we is both a perfect... This is a perffect example of a gift that has gone the mile. So Clara got one of these for Christmas last year. And the funny thing is like everybody else hijacked it. So all the boys, it's just, you know, she's got this little pink scooter and the boys are constantly taking it and they roll around the house and it's the funniest thing. Like you'll, for a while, in fact, nobody walked anywhere. They would just have the scooter next to them at the couch and then whoever had to get That's up awesome. would scoot like, into the kitchen and get food and come back and scoot back in. You know, now they're kind of walking again, but I mean, I And still I will say, since your kids were using it indoors, one of the things that's so nice is the wheels are like, like soft, not yes. soft, that's like the wrong word, but there's not so many scratchy metal parts sticking out to no. like bang you in the ankle. I think y'all know what I'm my talking floor, about. My hardwood <laughs> floors are in great condition. Um, right. But it's, it's not unusual for me to be in the kitchen and just to see my 16-year-old rolling past with his earbuds in. It's actually That's quite charming. Great. And, of course, they, they you know, we got it last year at Christmas time, so they play with it indoors a lot. But it goes between indoors and outdoors. You know, Clara went up and down our alley and sidewalk all summer long and all fall. And I know. So, so they feel super safe. Um, yeah. The design, they have great color choices, just really vibrant, tons of color choices. And they have different models for literally ages on their website. It says one to 99 plus. So yeah. I would love to see a 99 year old on a scooter. That the other thing awesome. I need to point out really quick, models. The other thing I need to point out really quick is they turn really easily. So if you've ever yes. used a, a cheaper scooter that, you know, you're like kind of going straight and then you try to turn and you can't, you fall over. It, you fall over. <laughs> this one, I mean, all you really do is lean a little bit. So whenever yes. adults come over, I make them write try it too. It. I make everybody well, who comes over try it. They started, so I was reading up, so they started in Europe and it really was more of an adult, like get around town in the busy city oh, type right. scooter. So the design and the ergonomics are really um, great for that. And Violet was one when she got yeah, hers. That's and right. She, like she literally learned to use a scooter like as a one-year-old without too much, you know, 
danger. Yeah. <laughs> she's always, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. pretty much always in danger. But um, so anyway, we love their products and we are giving away. I'm so excited because th- this is an amazing giveaway. So we're giving sure away is. at the end of the show, uh, one of their micro scooters, micro mini is the product name. And that's for ages three to five. And one of the micro maxis, which is the one you have, Megan, it's ages five to 12. Basically, Technically. The same <laughs> yeah. five to 12 or 16. Yeah. Um, or 40. Yeah. And so basically same look and feel, just size difference for like a preschooler versus a um, bigger kid. And so winners will get to choose their color and get that before the holidays. And oh my gosh, I'm super excited because that is a really awesome giveaway. Thank you, Micro Kickboard. Thank you very um, much. Guys have to listen to the end of the show and then we'll give you all the details for how to enter that giveaway. And if you're on your computer right now and want to check out their product there at microkickboard.com um, or just Google that and check out the and of micro course mini. We'll link to it from our yeah, you know, yeah. show notes and all that. Yeah, well. we will link to it and show some pictures and, and we'll be sharing it on social media and stuff. So thanks to them. We've worked with them before. They're a great brand. They're based right near you. They're, yeah, uh, they're up in yeah. Grand Rapids, so just about yeah. an hour and 15 minutes north of me. So and yay, they're kind of a family owned or family run from the U.S. distributorship is how I understand it. Um, yeah. And they're a Swiss, Swiss made stuff. So very cool brand. Yay. So speaking of awesome things to give your kids, should we launch right in? Absolutely. Let's do so it. So I feel like gift giving, at the, whether it's holidays or birthdays, um, gets harder as they get older. Oh, and I'm sure you, I feel like I'm just starting to realize this. Like, yeah. you know, when they're babies, they just like the wrapping paper. Yeah. And when they're two and three and even four, it's just all so exciting. But there's that like early elementary school age where you start to kind of have to deal with like Christmas morning disappointment or birthday disappointment. Not uh, maybe disappointment's too strong a word, but the expectations and then the reality. They just have bigger kids' sensibilities. Everything they want is costs yeah. a lot more money, and it's not yeah. as exciting to them. Like when they're, you know, four, you can really go and shop. I don't even know if they have this anymore, but do you remember when at Target they used to have like the five, ten, and fifteen dollar aisle? There was like uh, I don't there, know. everything in the aisle was like five, ten, fifteen, okay. or twenty dollars. Okay. Um, and I remember very distinctly shopping that aisle when Jacob and Isaac were little, and you know, if we were super broke one year, I might just get them a couple things that were like five dollars, and they were so excited. Right. It could be a Matchbox car for ninety nine cents, and they'd be right. so excited. You know, the the bar has been raised. Yeah. And the lot. things that um, I feel like the choices, and this is part of what we're going to talk about today, but. Sometimes as a parent, you know the types of things that they really are going to use over time, but they might not have the wow factor. Right. So there's like the Christmas morning or the birthday wow factor versus the this is really going to go the distance. And I know they're going to love it, but they might not love it at that moment. Right. And so like, I mean, hopefully there's a little bit of everything, but I do feel like it gets a little trickier um, as they get older. And I'm yeah. sure that's the same for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not something I've really gotten a hint. I just know now that I have to spend a little bit more on the older kids, and I'm just not going to get that that excitement. You right. know? Um, I hope you're going to be taking notes as we talk, yes. Sarah, because I have a feeling a lot of stuff is going to come to mind. Yes. That, so you know, that's, a good, that's a good point. So what I thought we'd do is last year you and I collaborated on a blog post about this, pretty much the same topic, um, Toys Your Kids Will Still Love Next Christmas. And I thought we could kind of go through that. We'll link to that. And then I know, because we're us, that other things are going to come up. And I'm just going to make notes so that by the time you all listeners head over to the show notes at themomhour.com, we will basically have for you a gift guide. Yes. It doesn't exist yet because it's going to. It's in our heads right now. It's going to be born. And as some we of talk. it is buried deeply in my subconscious, but. <laughs> well, that's why I thought we'll use this post that we wrote last year, yeah. which has like seven kind of solid good choices of different at different age levels. But I know that's going to bring up other things, yeah. and I have some other ideas. So by the okay. time you all hear the finished product, just go to themomhour.com. This is episode twenty-eight, and we will have links to literally everything we talk about. And if I miss something, yell at me in the comments. But I'm usually pretty good. You are pretty so, good. I'm pretty You're good. sometimes better than others. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So I want since we're talking about big kids, like things have been popping yes. into my head. Let yes, me, can I just start there? I have just a few start. ideas, um, yeah. and then we can backtrack to smaller kids. Yes. But um, a few things that have come to my attention recently, and one is um, for for Will's birthday. Actually, we got him a drone. With an HD camera built in. Awesome. (laughs) So this is not, this is what's great about being married to someone like John. Like that is not something that ever would have been on my radar at all. And the boys, 
um, actually went on a camping trip with John and a good friend of ours who brought this like $2,000 drone with him. It was hilarious because it was like this nature, like backwoods camping, but he had this crazy drone thing that took like high, you know, like high tech video and was awesome. It went really high in the air. So it was a very weird camping trip. Um, but the boys loved it. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they had some really cheap version? Well, they did. It turned oh, out they so had like cool. an under $100 version. It was not, you know, the quality of the video is not what it was on the much more expensive sure. version. But it was, um, it was, it's still really cool. So they take it to the park and they take videos. And it's actually funny because it got stuck on a neighbor's garage. <laughs> and we have all this video of it upside down <laughs> on the neighbor's garage. And you could see William like approaching with a ladder. And That's then awesome. going to get one of us for help. And then, you, you know, you kind of see the ladder come I up against it. the side of the, of the garage. It's actually really cool. That um, great. But so that was one that, and I'll, I have no idea what it's called. I'll find out from John and we'll link to it in the show okay. notes at themomhour.com. Um, but that was something I never would have thought of. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. The other thing that we are putting on you know, our, our shopping list for Clara for Christmas is one of Amazon's new Kindles, which are 50 bucks. Oh, very nice. I think it's a Kindle Fire. Okay. I don't think they've dropped yet. I don't think okay. they've released yet, but um, she had a tablet that was really, really old, like five or six years old, and mm-hmm. it just stopped working one day. It just wouldn't charge up. So she left it plugged in for four months, and then one day it turned on, <laughs> and she's like, Mom, my, my tablet just turned on, and she played with it for one day, and then it died again, and it's gone. It's dead <laughs> now, but dead. I thought it was so funny that she left it optimistically plugged in for four months, and then one That's day awesome. it just came to life. But So anyway, if if you know tablets and technology are a thing in your house, um, you mm-hmm. might, and you don't want to lay down the money for an iPad or whatever, you might want to look into the Kindle that's coming well, out. Well, and with reading, too, because we're getting to the point where now I have two independent readers, mm-hmm. and um, it is like the number. And I've had fun because I love, you, you know, you and I have discussed, we love the, the feel of a real book, and I think yeah. it's good 
I don't want them staring into a lighted screen, you know, past bedtime necessarily. However, functionally, you know, mixing it up and having something electronic as well as, because I'm like going to the library. I'm trying not to, I'm not trying not to buy books over and over again, chapter books that I know they're just going to read once when they're into a series or something. So it's fun. It's new territory for me, but that's definitely crossed my mind. I don't think it'll be Christmas this year. Um, but it's got to be, I mean, at some point they just have to read electronically. It's just too many books. It is. Not, and, not and, exclusively electronically, right. There's some, you know, but to have that. But, as and an for option. vacations and travel and stuff like that, yeah. it's just so nice to have that option. And, um, also I didn't realize this. I thought if you're one of those people who like has the best of intentions to get to the library, but then you end up somehow your books are always overdue. I don't know if that's you. That's me. Um, I, I just found out, I thought you had to always go physically to the library to get oh. digital versions, but you don't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. You can get yeah. it from home. So ours is the Evernote app. I'm not Evernote. Sorry. What's it called? Overdrive. Evernote Overdrive. Okay. Separate thing. Um, Overdrive. And I think most libraries use Overdrive, but your local library may use something similar, but I think that's the most common one. So it's both audiobooks and um, eBooks. So you don't you even have to leave out. your house. You don't. No, you do not. That's amazing. It's great. And mine, when I do the eBooks, it actually comes through the Kindle. So it's like, it actually kicks you over to Amazon and it's just a borrowed Kindle. So if, yeah. if you're, if that's your usual like format, you end up reading it in the Kindle format. Yeah. Um, I should also point out, and I'm not sure how robust their children's section is. Um, I haven't really looked into it, but if you are a member of Amazon Prime, they do have a free le- uh, lending library as well. Yeah, and so, I have never gotten into that. Yeah, I don't know what the how the kids' books, but that's good. Okay, so I'm going to link to There's a lot of books on there. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to navigate. Right. There's so much, right. and some of it is like, you know, like something will end up under classics, and it's actually someone's self-published right. ebook, like historical right. fiction they just wrote last <laughs> month, and you're like, uh, what? But it's for, you know, it's free. I've taken a chance on a few and, and have had some good luck. So it's another thing. It's another option to look okay, at. Okay, well, we are completely tangential right now and I'm just going to take that even further and remind people that you just appeared on the Read Aloud Revival podcast which is a super popular podcast um, especially for homeschooling families but not exclusively about keeping reading aloud alive and fun and easy and simple in your family with Sarah McKenzie so um, since we're talking about books we should talk about that and I'll link to it and it has nothing to do with Christmas presents well, you know, but the thing is, I think that, I mean, neither does really buying, you know, getting books at the library. However, right. if that helps you feel We're doing good, really well. if it helps you, I know, but if it helps you feel better about making a, a, you know, a significant purchase in a tablet, because you right. know, then you can get a bunch of free books. I think it's relevant. Yeah. And I think this podcast is relevant because it's a podcast. And so right. there. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so, okay. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> Um, okay, so the, the third thing I was going to mention for older kids, and I'm sure more stuff will come up, but um, we've talked before about giving experiences instead of things. Yes, I, I think that that's, I think that's sometimes hard for little kids. Yes. Uh, you know, hey, kids, like, yes. it's Christmas morning. Um, you just totally. unwrapped a vacation we're taking next month. A I mean, membership that, to the science museum. A membership museum. to the science museum <laughs> doesn't always fly. But for, ki- for older kids, I feel like they, you know, often have um, a little bit better sense of, you know, being able to wait for yeah, things delayed and gratification. delayed gratification. Thank the you. Test. And also, you know, say you can also often make a purchase that mm-hmm. goes along with that. So for example, we went on a ski trip a few years ago. We gave all the kids ski stuff. Yes. Um, cool stuff. Like, you know, like neat. I remember they had these cool like ski masks that had fake beards. They thought those mm-hmm. were really funny. I mean, you know, they're, they were at the point where they were like 13 and 15 or right. 14 and 16. I wasn't going to blow them away. Right. Really with anything, unless I got them a new car, which wasn't going to happen. So, you know, the little things sometimes are really fun for them. Yes. Other thing my big kids love are footy pajamas. They get the biggest kick out of footy pajamas, which only go up through children's sizes at most stores. But there is a website where you can buy adult sized. So if you're buying for a really big kid, um, and we'll put that in the show notes because I can't remember what it's called now. Yeah. But then they like to walk around in their footy pajamas, like their onesies, you know, and some of them even even have the drop seat. That is amazing. Which is even funnier. So That's awesome. All right. That's all I got um, for now for big kids. No, that's what I had when I made a note about experience gifts too, like the museum membership. And the note that I made was that it's good for babies and toddlers who aren't old enough to care. And then and then it like skips a whole bunch of years where right. like, like you said, it's just kind of a buzzkill on Christmas morning. Right. And then it and then it becomes a great option again. Exactly. Because um, we used to ask for that kind of stuff, zoo memberships and museum memberships when the kids were really little. And that was a huge help for us financially as a family and I appreciated it 
but they didn't, you know, they might have opened a few things they cared about, but they didn't, it wasn't like going to be their wow gift. Right. Um, exactly. So I think that's a great, a great, um, option. So, um, I'm going to go into this post that we wrote called seven toys. Your kids will still love next Christmas and just kind of pick a few and see where that takes us. And I'm going to go all the way back to kind of little, little baby and early toddler gifts. So we both have talked about the little tykes cozy coop. Do you know the little car I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Yes. I have one wheeling around in my backyard right now, um, and it looks pretty much the same as when we were kids, wouldn't you say? Oh, I feel like totally. It's, yeah. Yeah, and and I believe that was the one I, I think we might have talked about this last year on a holiday-themed episode where I think I told you that that was going to be one of the kids' Christmas gifts, but then on Christmas Eve, like everything else that was supposed to be their wow gift fell apart. It was <laughs> when Owen and uh, Will were little. They were four and two or maybe three okay. and one. And we had all this other stuff, like a keyboard. Well, it was broken. There was, oh, there was no plug-in cord. Like it was missing the cord. Then one kid was going to get the Cozy Coop and one was going to get a little motorcycle and a wheel was missing for the motorcycle. And here it is like two in the morning and John and I are like, what are we going to do? So we gave them both the Cozy Coop and they, they were thrilled. Oh yeah. It wasn't a big deal at all. No. And it's, and it's one of those things that big kids will cram themselves into that thing forever. It, once you put it, I do think that ours got put together wrong the first time. Um, so, but once it's put together correctly, it's really pretty sturdy. I mean, we used to live in Arizona and it was outside all the time. So the plastic fades a little bit, but it is such a, it is such a classic. It's a classic. It's sturdy. It lasts forever. Totally like goes the distance and whatever they say the age recommendations are, the big kids will defy that by cramming themselves into that Absolutely. Little car, you so. know, this reminds, and sometimes they'll fit a lot more kids in there than are supposed to. Actually. Yeah. I think it's yeah. supposed to be a one, a one oh, rider yeah. thing, but oh, yeah. no, we've had multiple children and then on someone riding on top, which is probably very unsafe, but, um, this show is not about safety. Yeah. So that actually comes, brings to mind something else that I forgot to include last year. Maybe we just didn't have room for it, but something that has come up for me since I was a little kid. And that is those like tube things that you can crawl through. I remember being, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, and coveting those with, you know, you just, it's, you're still at that age where you kind of want to cram yourself into tiny spaces. And then are the ones you're thinking of made of like nylon, like tent material or like, yeah. And then they like, but there's both. And then they pop open, you know, like with the wires. Those are great. Yeah. And so like, I remember, you know, it's that feeling of like going in one end and coming out the other end and how exciting that is when you're a kid. And I just remember like being too, like way too old, like so big, I couldn't have forcibly fit my body into it and watching little kids play in those and being so jealous because all super fun. I wanted was to get inside. And one of those. those are great if you live in a climate where you have several months indoors because yes. they can fold up small, but you can bring them out and just put them in the living room or wherever room. you're most... You can put whatever room you're in. It's great. Yeah. Um, for your Michigan winters or mm-hmm. Arizona summers or anywhere where you have to get physical inside for part of the year. That's a great one. Um, Let's see. So we can't go very much farther without talking about Lego since we Um, both have Lego lovers. Um, (laughs) And I think you wrote the little write up last year, which is that, you know, it's, it is one of those things that has both the Christmas morning wow factor and the staying power. And I think there was some comments either on this post or another about, you know, whether you do the like, character du jour Lego or more generic. And I think you and I are kind of the same on this, which is they just sometimes want like the Ninjago or the Minecraft set most, but that doesn't mean that they won't build creatively down the line. So I guess I'm not a super purist when it comes to, um, you know, only having like the free building sets because that's just sometimes that's just what they want. And if you have a Lego builder, you know that they eventually it all gets mixed together yeah. and they come up with their own stuff. So yeah, Absolutely. Because I feel like that's the wow. First of all, that's the thing that makes them go, oh, yay, when they open it. And then right. I know they'll open it up right away and put it together. Like right. that's a right. guarantee if, if I go the character route. And we have we have an old train table that, you know, my kids haven't played with trains in many, many years. Um, But it at some point just got converted into a Lego mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. So the Legos just all get dumped on there. Yeah. And so at some point, I mean, within 24 hours, generally speaking, it'll all be mixed up and it'll right. become, you know, part of something else. Right. So I don't right. feel like it's stifling or limiting. I mean, the it's even the character ones, they're pretty like, I mean, the character, the, the branding or whatever right. is, yeah, it's pretty light. I feel it's usually the, the little guy 
Right. Has some kind of costume on or whatever. Right. And then maybe there's some pieces that you wouldn't find it's in a piece. It's mostly the box. It's really, mostly, yeah. Honestly, it's whatever, mostly the box. Whatever, like, line of Legos that they're into. Yeah. Now, I will say it's great to have, if you have a starter set or if you're new to Lego, because some of those complicated sets, you just don't end up with a, as many of the regular bricks. No, you you know? don't. Like, yeah. What happened to a regular rectangular brick with the dots? Mm-hmm. So it, that's worth, maybe not for Christmas morning, but that's worth investing in just because then when they do start to make up their own stuff, you're not, you, you don't have a, like a box that's 90% weird shaped. Right. Exactly. Well, when my kids were little, we just gave them both for the first mm -hmm. few Christmases that we were kind of collecting, you know, Mm -hmm. building our collection. So they'd get a big box of basics and a small thing of, you know, not even small, but like one of the medium sized ones that was a ship or a alien or whatever. And then, um, yeah. And then they'd have both and they would, and, and, the great thing about Lego is after a while, you don't really need to invest as much money in it anymore. Right. And it just lasts and lasts and lasts. Like there's the output at the beginning while you're building. And then pretty soon all those little, you know, the big packages plus all the little ones just add up to this mass of pieces and parts. It's pretty fun. Um, I have to say that, have you ever heard of the website Rebrickable? No. So Rebrickable is an amazing concept. I feel like they're still working out the kinks, but basically you go on and you enter the set numbers of the sets that you have, even if the sets are like now in the bin somewhere, and it will pop out different things you can make using the pieces from those sets. Oh. It's pretty cool. Um, so if you're like our hardcore Lego, it's, it's kind of a cool concept. Um, but I also want to say that Duplo, so if you're brand new, if you have little, little kids and you're, this is all like ahead of you, Duplo, which are the kind of toddler, bigger size? toddler yeah. size that my kids still play. We have two, a big separate bin of Duplos and I actually kept them on Duplos for longer because Violet was just starting to crawl when they were starting to be ready for the tiny pieces. And it was like too much for me to handle. I was like, I can't be fishing that tiny stuff out yeah. of her mouth. So I kind of waited a little bit before we got super into the big kid Legos, but Duplos are great. And there's a lot of just like a big bin of Duplos. And I would say from like 18 months all the way up to like even five and six year olds, if they're not really interested in yeah. the other Legos yet, Duplos. I mean, we still have them out for everybody. Well, so, and and honestly, I mean, Lego are hard, even for five and six year olds, not all five and six year olds have the right. dexterity right. to get those little pieces apart. Especially when you start introducing like those flat pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to be breaking your nails, um, right. helping your kids like, you know, get their Lego apart all day. Right. I think the du- the Duplos are totally a great place to start. And they're not that big. Isn't there like another? No. Isn't there another? Yeah, there's uh, mega, mega Blocks, which I think are, they're not, it's not the same brand. Okay, I mean, so it's then I'm thinking of something else. Doesn't Lego have like even a, a baby version? Or am I thinking of something completely different? I, I don't know of a baby version. I think of Mega Blocks, and then we also have a Fisher Price one that's literally like one dot, like one. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like a huge, and, it's huge. Yes. Yeah. Um, and those, again, are good for younger toddlers. But yeah, Duplo are, you can be pretty sophisticated with Duplo. And they have both like building sets where you can follow some yeah. simple instructions, but then they have lots of just generic. And they've got bits. little characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having so, a Bob the Builder set that we yeah we just have Violet just got a Minnie and Mickey train oh, that's cute. Duplo. So, yes, we are fans of the Lego and Duplo. Um, while we're kind of on the topic, I want to offer some thoughts on kind of licensed character or like TV show, movie driven toys in general. Because I've been kind of I started out kind of crotchety about that and just you know thinking it was. I don't know, just not wanting my house filled with licensed character, everything. And then you kind of let go of that as time goes on. But here's something I will say for like Christmas and birthdays is if you don't love licensed character, everything, or if you would rather not have, you know, TV shows and movies be the main influence in your child's play, use them for gifts that are going to like just be gone within the next six months to a year anyway. So I'm a big fan of giving like, I will. I mean, if they have favorite characters and favorite shows, I'm totally fine with embracing that. But I'm, they love it on like a sippy cup or um, I'm trying to think of another one. Like Reed has an Angry Birds um, blanket, like a soft, like fleecy blanket. And plushies are good for those stuff too. Yes, exactly. Stuff that like, I'm not a big fan of it on bicycles, like backpacks. Their clothing. Although that sometimes it is hard. Sometimes it's very hard to to not to bypass that, depending yes. on what you're buying. You know, just yeah. let, I mean, 
I, I don't love it either, but like we got Clara last year or two, no, actually like three years ago, one of those little, um, you know, the, like the little motorized cars, mm-hmm. the ones oh, that yeah, I, yeah. I never had growing up and none of the boys ever had growing <laughs> up. And so John and I felt like we had, like, this is our last chance, yeah. but we literally couldn't find one that didn't either have Disney princesses or Barbie. Yes. None. I, I mean, I just, unless we went to like FAO Schwartz and spent, I think thousands, literally right. they have some for that's thousands so of dollars. That's so true. They have like mini Mercedes, which is still just another version of licensing, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's a different kind of. This is a different. It's a different kind of echelon, but still. Um, Yeah, yeah, but you. I mean, so anyway, I think that's my strategy. Is I don't love that. It seems like, especially if you're going into the big box stores, which is for a lot of people and where they live, like the main choices is Target and Walmart and whatever. It just seems like everything is character driven, and that's okay for when they're really into that character, but. You know, if we're talking about toys that go the distance, number yeah. one, it's a little tacky to have your whole house look like that. And, num- and number two, the, it may not be what the next kid is into or like yeah. the fad expires. I'm not saying, I mean, it's definitely all over my house. So I'm not, I'm, I, I hope I'm not coming across as too snobbish about this. I guess my point is that I, I'm all for it when it's things that are going to kind of like blow over in a little bit anyway. And yeah. the kids have the wow factor. So like toothbrushes in their stockings with angry birds yes, on them. toothbrushes are great. They idea. are so excited. Yeah. And then I don't need to and buy. And then it makes something fun, like a toothbrush fun, which wouldn't otherwise yeah, be fun. Exactly. So I load up on the licensed character stuff on littler things, I guess. It's my main. You know, I was just, while you were saying this, I was just thinking the only two things, and I've kind of gone through, you know, back and forth about this too. Um, I'm really crotchety, or I guess I'm more of a stickler when it comes to books. Mm-hmm. Like I will not buy a licensed character book unless it's a coloring book. So mm-hmm. again, it's yeah, kind of like the disposable book, yeah. thing, you know? Um, I just feel like you can do better for the yeah. same amount of money with almost any other kind of book besides, yeah. a, you know, the licensed character books. And I mean, the usually the storyline is dumb. It's yeah. pointless. So yeah. you can do better easily with anything else. But the other thing that I... I within reason I have a hard time like having the character costume pieces unless it's the costume of the character does this make sense like if a little girl wants to be Elsa okay Mm -hmm. I don't mind buying you know the Elsa costume because it makes sense it is the Elsa costume that's what it is but like these generic princess Mm -hmm. dresses that have like four different Disney princesses on the front I don't get that (laughs) like you can, I mean, you can just buy like a cute right. skirt and it'll go the distance more right. and you know what I mean? So like, right. but I don't have any problem with it, I guess. Like I know they have sometimes like if they have those nightgowns that sort of vaguely look like Disney yeah. princess dresses, but you can't tell which one, like that right. kind of stuff. I don't mind it. I just try to avoid it um, because I, I just think for the same amount of money, uh, you can just find better. There's just better choices. Right. And I think it's easy, um, especially when you're like when the grandparents are asking what they like and what they're really into, it is often a movie and that's great. Like the favorite movie and the favorite TV show is great. I think maybe where it helps is to stop and, and think about what, what's the toy or the activity that they're really into. And does that, does that particular thing need to be character driven or can the character driven stuff be functional part of functional everyday life, like cups and toothbrushes and coloring books are a great one and whatever else, because sometimes that more creative play stuff will go the distance longer if it isn't character driven in my experience. Yeah. And totally the marketers do a really good job of making us think that everything needs to be or that they will only like it if <laughs> if it is, you know, stamped with XYZ character. But I yeah. think um so that brings me to another of the tips that I wrote down and that is get yourself on the mailing list for catalog toy catalogs that are not from that cookie cutter mess yes. media marketing machine. It's like my favorite thing ever. So Hearth, I have a few uh, in front of me. Is great. Yes, Hearthstone. Do you Hearthstone. Have magic? Is oh, Hearthstone. It's Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah. Yes, because that's actually not in this list, and but the, but that's right up the same alley. Um, do you get Magic Cabin? That's my I favorite. don't anymore, but <laughs> like, I used. To, yeah, I always used to love it. It's like um, hippie yeah. homeschool Waldorf. Oh, it's all Waldorf. None <laughs> of the like dolls have smiles. Felt, like felt. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they have little pointy hats on and everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. But um, it is like magical. Just looking at it makes me it feel is. like, oh. And then Lakeshore Learning is another one. And then we have one I'm looking at called Mindware, which is kind of like science-y. Um, even if you don't shop completely, it just it does a great thing. And then I let the kids look at them and circle yeah. things. They think they're like placing an order. But it's even if we get nothing or, or buy nothing from them, I think it's great to have them look at those things and then get ideas yourself for just types of toys that are not just what you see in yes. the Toys R Us toy aisle. So totally the, if, agree. 
most of us want to unsubscribe, I would say somehow get yourself on those mailing lists. It's just really, it's fun. And most, like most small towns, I mean, most big towns too, but most like if you have like a town with a little downtown area, we'll Mm -hmm. have at least one uh, toy store that kind of has the higher end brands and the more Mm -hmm. creative stuff. And sometimes just walking around those can give you ideas. Um, I like to support those stores, so I will try to buy something from them, um, whether it's, you know, just like that one special gift or just a few little things for the stockings or whatever, depending on my budget and what we're looking for that year. I always end up buying something and they usually offer free gift wrapping too, which can be really really nice. nice. Um, But also I've just gotten kind of inspiration from them. Like for example, they, a lot of them have this little, um, I can't even think what it's called, maybe like woodsy, uh, woodsies or something. They're like these little animals. Like they, calico critters? Like calico critters. But is, is the calico critter like the high-end version or is that the target version? Mm. Because there's a target version as okay. well. Okay. No, calico critter I think is high. I don't think of it as super high-end, but I think it is. It's more expensive. You can yeah. spend kind of a pretty yes. penny though once yes. you start getting the accessories. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest. I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh. But you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately, the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather. But please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown Loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Bionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's Chewable Kids Vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So yeah. um, one year we got Clara this adorable calico critters little house that had like, I think I want to say a bear family. It's really well mm-hmm. made. The pieces are mm-hmm. great. Like the dresses don't, you know, they don't they're easy to get on and off yeah. and like stuff doesn't fall apart. And the next year it just wasn't in the budget. And then I realized that target has a knockoff version. Yeah. And so I got yes. some pieces to, for Claire to stick it, you know, was it as nice mm-hmm. as the calico critters? No, but it was, I got the idea because I was in a store that didn't have all those distractions right. of all the cart, like the character driven yeah. stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is a good idea. Then the next year I was able to kind of build on yep. to it in a budget friendly way. I think I probably was at, I think it was Target, either Target or maybe like one of our other big box stores, but I'm pretty well, sure Target. that's such a good philosophy in general is kind of to start with like the, it's like your wardrobe, right? You have like your staple pieces or a couple things that right. you maybe spend a little more on or, you know, are going to last longer and then you can accessorize. Um, American Girl too it's the same thing where there's yes. a target line of, and Allegra loves to look at the little, it's mostly, she likes like the, the idea of like a sleepover set for the right. dolls where they have like pizza and all these things. And that's another great way where you can kind of mix and match the big ticket items with some knockoff accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
I don't know if you had something else that you wanted to segue into, but no, uh, go something for it. just popped yeah. into my head. Hmm? This is taking a little bit of a veer off into a different direction. Okay. But it's just something I decided I was going to be kind of curmudgeonly about now that mm-hmm. I never really was. And so bear with me here. I just threw away like 17 board games. Okay, that's maybe, <laughs> that's maybe a little bit of an exaggeration. And I have vowed to myself that I will no longer purchase the electronic version, mm-hmm. the character version, mm-hmm. the you know new and improved championship version mm-hmm. of any classic board game. Mm-hmm. We're getting the classic version <laughs> or we're not getting it. Because I'll tell you what, I had four different versions of Monopoly that mm-hmm. have been given to the kids mostly by relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes we would buy one because we're like, oh, what are we going to get? Like, oh, this would be, you know, this is a filler gift. You know how like, like you need one more gift? Yes. Yes. And you're, you're standing there, you got to get out of the store, and you're, like, going crazy, so you just grab that, like, one thing. And it's often been some kind of, like, special version. And I tell you what, I don't know if it's they don't invest as much time anymore in making sure the pieces all go back in in a logical fashion. That could be part of it. I feel like the boxes break down faster. Mm-hmm. The pieces get lost. They all get mixed up. Mm-hmm. They have weird pieces that, like, need batteries or don't really serve oh, yeah. any purpose, and they're big and clunky. And I just had had enough. Our... Board, I, we used to love playing board games with the kids, and I feel like we haven't done it as much lately because every time we'd go to play a board game, it would be this big ordeal mm-hmm. of pulling everything out and going, uh. So the kids had been playing this vintage version of Life that I got at a, like at a garage sale just because I thought it looked so cool. It was like really old. Mm-hmm. They've been playing that more than these new these new board games they got. So I start with a clean slate. All we have left now is chess checkers and Chinese checkers, which, I mean, you can't get more classic than that. Right. And then I think I have... Um, Yahtzee, because that was just Yahtzee. Yeah, that's and, a good one. Like Uno. But I'm starting over. This year, yeah. we're getting new Monopoly. Mm-hmm. We're getting new Sorry. And it's going to be classic. Like yeah. the one that fits in a small box and just has normal pieces. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm no, telling I, <laughs> I, I hear you. And um, I board games are something that I feel like when your kids are not quite ready for them or when they're in the, say, to like four to six age range, board games get exciting in theory, but it's been very frustrating for me before my kids could read. And when I had a young toddler, board games were pretty much like my personal nightmare. Um, And we're just finally getting to where the older two can play it on their own or where it's actually fun to play them with them. And I still have a toddler, but it's that part's getting a little bit easier. So, um, whereas a lot of Christmas and birthday gifts, I never, it doesn't bother me to buy a little bit ahead of where they are developmentally books, for example, or clothes they can grow into or things that like, it's maybe not perfect for right now, but they'll, they'll start to love it soon. And I almost think board games, I would not recommend that strategy. It's just, if they're not ready for it, yeah. if it's too hard or it's just going to require a lot more, you know, adult supervision yes. and, I just feel like for a few years there, it was games that, in theory, we should all want to play together that just didn't work. It's so. one of those, like, the ideal versus the reality. And yeah. I will also say that that, like, three to eight-year-old, you know, three to seven maybe, mm-hmm. you are a prime target for marketing of all those junior versions of games. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of them are well thought out and some of them mm-hmm. actually work, but a lot of them are crap. A lot yeah. of them aren't fun. They seem like they're targeted toward the mm-hmm. right age range, but then... You know, it just doesn't work. It's not the game you think it is. It's like some kind of bastardized version of the game you grew up loving. Right. And then you're trying to like kind of shoehorn your kids in right. this one game. And right. it just it just doesn't work. And so I sort of decided just to skip that. Like, I think we did that with Jacob and Isaac. And we had, you know, lackluster experience. Well, the fact that right. I don't have any of those anymore probably tells right. you they weren't that great. Um, we just decided to wait. If yeah. you're not ready for the real version... That's... I think or, that's good advice. I think yeah. we kind of got into the idea of board games too early. Yeah. <laughs> like it seemed like they're ready for board games. And now I feel like three years after we said that, they're really ready for board games. I got beat in chess, legitimately beat by my five year old nice. in chess yesterday. That's great. Now, I'm not an amazing chess player, but I was trying. Yeah. Like, um, well, okay. and I, do you okay. know, I feel like I wrote a blog, a blog post now. This is like, you know, kind of hitting my memory here where I, wrote something about how to play board games with your kids without losing your mind. I'm going to yes, have to look this up. And done. one of them was, um, you know, kind of come up with your own version of the game. That's, yes. you know, that, that makes it 10 minutes instead of two hours right. and let them win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will, I was shameless about throwing the game when my kids were younger. Um, one other thing I will say before we move on from this topic is one thing I find is 
a way to kind of ease into the board game thing, especially if you want to buy something fun that's mm-hmm. like one of those, yay, I got this game, but yeah. like it doesn't take up a lot of room, or card games. Yes. Card games are like, I kind of feel like you can fudge a little bit mm-hmm. on card games. Like they don't have to quite be old enough because it's there aren't these like all these moving pieces. Right. The directions are usually pretty simple. Yep. You can kind of fake it a little bit if they, they don't really know. Storage. <laughs> they don't take up much storage and they're not expensive. You know, if you right. spend less than 10 bucks and like it's not a hit. Okay. No yep. And memory, memory games are fun. I mean, I feel like the kids can start to play simple yes. um, memory games. And um, we have one that I'll link to called Chomp which is we got it as a birthday gift and it's basically war, like where yeah. you're each playing a card or whichever, but it's with sharks, with ocean animals, which we loved. So it's like the shark beats the fish and the fish yeah. beats the shrimp and oh, stuff. So it's cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. We have, um, a, we have a, a, a version of memory that we got. One of the kids got in a Wendy's Happy Meal or Kids Meal like seven <laughs> years ago. And out of all the Kids Meal gifts and stuff that we've ever had or toys we've ever had, we still have this... Wendy's memory game rattling around. We play it all the time. I love it. Um, I like memory. That's a fun one. Yeah, it's fun. It's easy. I'm also terrible at that. So. I'm terrible at it too, but that works out great because then yeah, they just always win and they're does. happy. It's my spatial challenge. Exactly. I'm not terrible. Me too. I'm like, I swear I just saw it. It was there. It was there. And, you know, the kid's like, no, mom, it was one row over. Like, I'll be anybody in Boggle. But yes, I- me too. Me too. <laughs> um, okay. I have a couple of other specific things from our post that we wrote that I want to mention. One is magnetiles. Do you guys have magnetiles? We do not. Okay, they're really you've expensive. told me about them. Yeah. That's what I'll say up front. And the knockoffs, in my experience from the times that I've encountered them, are not as good. Doesn't mean you shouldn't get them because if that's the budget and you want something similar. But magnetiles last. I mean, you could drive over them with a semi-truck and they will still be there. They are so durable. If you don't know what they are, they're um, magnetic building they're sort of two-dimensional, like little flat shapes, but they're so magnetic that you can stick them together to build different things. And obviously I'll link to it and show a picture, but I just, I have to mention them because the price can be so prohibitive. The first year I asked for them from grandparents and we got a really small set because the small sets are still like 40 bucks or something, but you only get a certain number of pieces. And then we built on it from there. Um, but it is so worth it. Every kid who comes to my house plays with magnetiles. Grownups love to play uh, over things, not Thanksgiving. Whenever the last time I had a bunch of family here, I brought them out at the table where everybody was sitting around because I kind of wanted the kids to mingle, but the adults to be able to keep talking. And the, you know, the adults were playing with them. They're amazing. So that is one that if the budget is there or if you have relatives asking for a gift or if you just want to start the collection and add to it, that I'm a huge, huge fan. So. That's great. I love when there's like a super specific thing you're really people are really excited about because yeah. yeah, and ev- and every you know, you always know like the things that ev- that other kids who come to your house always play with, and uh-huh. for us one of them because I don't have that cool of toys. I'm usually not that house that's that awesome. But yeah. magnetiles, everybody loves magnetiles. And the other one um, is these. I put this in the list that we'll link to too. But is these um, play scarves like you know like the oh, silky. Yeah. But the ones that I think they are from Magic Cabin, actually, in this case, the ones that we got, and they're not super expensive, but they're bigger and stronger than most of the little ones. Like if you go to like, you know, music class at the library or something, they're those little and they kind of are mesh and rip. So these are really durable and they're really big. And I think what I wrote about in the post is that kids have played with them. I mean, they are superhero capes. They are costumes. The other day they tied a bunch of them together like Rapunzel style and we're dangling them down from the second floor and they, it'll be a baby doll blanket. It'll be, um, you know, like, I don't even know. And I love toys like that, that really will over the years just work into other imaginative play. And that's the idea. But this particular set, um, they're just, they're bigger so they can use them for, um, more things. And I've washed them in the washing machine. I don't know if you're supposed to, but I have, and they're good. So those are two more specific things for my end. You know, one thing I I just thought of, um, is that was a few years ago, Clara's gift. Um, it was when we were working with one step ahead and I Mm -hmm. got a, um, an art, an art easel, Mm -hmm. one side's a chalkboard, the other side's a dry erase Mm -hmm. board. And then there's like a, a roll down paper thing. And that is like out in our living area because I didn't want to put it in Clara's room. She doesn't spend a lot of time in her room anyway. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to just get kind of like lost up there and, and forgotten yeah. about. So I put it kind of right in our center of our living area. And everybody plays on that thing. Like, oh, that's great. You know, whenever the kids are just kind of hanging out in the living room, someone will, you know, write something on the chalk 
uh, are on the on the dry erase side, and half the time it's like some kind of cryptic code. I have no yes. idea what it is, but it's just one of those things. It looks really nice. It's solid. Yes. It looks like a piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mind having it in there, and it's just one of those things that like, you know, was Clara. She was excited when she opened it. Did she yeah. play with it all day? No, right. not really. But it's right. just something that's lasted and has given our family um, a lot of use. Anytime like younger kids come over, there's something for them to do because there's mm-hmm. an easel there. They can draw on it with yeah. chalk or whatever. I mean, she can play school. I just, it's really kind of fun. And um, that's been one of those that's really gone the distance. And the other thing is um, puppet theaters and mm-hmm. kitchen stuff. Kitchen. I, just, I was going to yeah. say play kitchens. We've kitchens. never had a puppet theater, but that's another great one. They just get used for so many different purposes and the kids can really get creative with them. So I like them for that reason. Um, Play kitchens. I was just about to say for sure, because that's one that, um, and I don't know if if this even needs saying, but if you're right at the beginning of parenting and you are maybe going to have more kids, definitely go for generic colors. I mean, (laughs) I know I'm not anti-pink at all. Um, but kind of like the licensed character thing, if you have a pink loving girl, there are things you can get that are pink that aren't going to pinkify your whole future. (laughs) Like the cozy coop in the kitchen and things that even if it's not you having more babies that may or may not love pink, but just hand me downs and you know, so that's all I'll say about that. And and those are also the kind of toys I really have always liked to have out in the main area of the house. Mm -hmm. Yes. I just feel like they're the kind of thing that kids play with enough that they don't need to be relegated to like a a bedroom. Right. um, Or or a toy room, unless the toy room they're in it all the time, you know? So it's, Yeah, consider like what your personal uh, style is when you're doing that kind of thing because you might find you want it right outside your real kitchen. Right. You might find you want it in your real kitchen because while you're cooking, you know, maybe your toddler wants to pretend to cook too. So right. it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. um, love the pink, but again, there's yeah. things. things hey, if that... you have a pink kitchen and you love pink, go for yeah. it, I guess. But Go for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, we've kind of gone down our list, and then we've obviously come up with a lot more. I feel like we should really briefly cover stocking stuffers. Okay, go for it. Um, you know, we already talked about licensed toothbrushes, which I, that is genius. I, one thing that I always put in stockings is Play-Doh. Oh, and, that's great. yeah. Yeah, it's cheap. It is exciting. Like kids get excited about Play-Doh. They love it. Especially if you get the cool colors, you know, you can kind of go outside the the box a little bit and get like the right. set that has like the small ones but they're in like neat neon or pastel right. colors or right. whatever. Or right. you can get like the little accessories. That's something that's always kind of gone over really well for us. Um I think what else we do for stocking stuffers depends on the age of the kids. Those yeah. little packages of of playing cards or trading cards Mm -hmm. sometimes the kids will even trade for different games so like one kid's into pokemon and one's into something else and there sometimes those can even be kind of can even kind of cross over um gosh what else what do you do for stockings we well toothbrushes i've mentioned before but usually like an outrageous toothbrush like we have star wars ones that light up you know like like a novelty they're huge they never fit inside the toothbrush thing yeah Yeah, they don't yeah (laughs) like um, band-aids, it's another functional, Band-Aids. but it can be like your favorite fun. licensed character. Yeah. Brian's fam- my husband's family grew up always doing toiletries in stockings, and I know yeah. he's not the only one. There's other families that do like your toothpaste and your toothbrushes, and then we've never, I didn't grow up doing that, but I feel like we've kind of come halfway. So we usually do some functional items like that, but that are really fun. Yeah. So they might get toothbrush, Band-Aids, and even underwear maybe, or socks in yeah, their stockings, we do underwear but it's socks. usually... They're, like their favorite licensed character or something really fun and silly. But yeah. Band-Aids are a fun one. Violet loves We, we do underwear and socks. And I have to say also the, the stocking is where we've first introduced to every kid things like deodorant. Mm-hmm. Older kids, um, Axe body spray. Not that we buy them Axe body spray, but like, yeah. not, not the body spray, the, um, like the shower gel. Uh-huh. When, they're, when they've kind of crossed over into big kid land, that's how we let them know it's time. Yeah. It's time for you to start using this stuff on your on your armpits and Merry doing a Christmas. better job washing yourself. Merry Christmas. They get super excited about it. So That's great. Now that's all the older kids and Clara usually now get some kind of bubble bath or, you know, whatever. Yeah, lotion. nail polish. Nail polish. Or... Yeah, something for um, that is exciting for her. We were always yeah. big into toilet. My, my family, not as much. John's family is totally a toiletry yeah. um, in the stocking family, and I got on board that with that because I love toiletries. And I know. Socks. It's fun. And especially, like, and then when you get to, like, the young adult college age with the boys who yes. maybe aren't going to Target all the time, like, new yep. shampoo, you know? Yeah. Like, well, last year helps. we got Jacob and Isaac both um, really nice shaving kits. Like, um, yeah. you know, with the, not, like, the thing that everything goes in, but, like, really nice razors or kind of this cool 
kind of hipster brand. Right. I don't know. The handles were wooden. I I have no idea what they were. Um, but they, they thought that was kind of cool, especially because yeah. they both need to be shaving more often than they than they are. It was kind of a nice reminder, like you got to get rid of that yeah. that sketchy stash you got going on. Son. <laughs> no, I will say something I've learned with stockings and younger kids. So say like yeah, under eight or nine yeah. years old, is that they are so the frenzy is so extreme in the going through the stockings. That if you if there's something in there that sometimes I've made the mistake of putting something in the stockings because it's small yeah. and it fits, but really it's maybe a gift that I want to have a little bit more attention paid to. Right. That I did makes that with some really cool plastic dragons for Reed last year because he loves dragons. And these are really nice. Do you know that Schleich? Oh yeah, Schleich, yeah, yes. the heavy ones. Yeah. Beautiful. And um I feel like it was like totally got missed. And they were yeah. really nice. Uh, it was like a dragon and a dragon rider guy, but anyway, yeah. so that's my my personal just know rule. that stockings sometimes get like torn through and you're like, wait, there was something really cool in there. Yeah, no, uh, I, I totally agree. My for my kind of personal rule of what for whether something goes in a stocking or not, is is it sort of a throw not a throw, yeah. that's not the right word, but you know, like a yeah. is it is this supposed to be the star? Or can yeah. this, you know, be part of the choir? And yeah. if it's supposed to be a star gift, then it does not go in a stocking because I totally agree totally. that it sometimes gets overlooked. Totally. All right. Well, we will probably have like 50 more ideas. And I, I often add those things to the show notes anyway, even if we haven't talked about them, just as I'm putting things together. Yeah. So don't forget, everybody, everything will be at themomhour.com. This is episode 28 and links to everything we've talked about, plus a bunch of things that we forgot to this talk about. This is going to be a very, uh, a very resource rich show notes, yes. Uh, yes. I believe. Yeah. Episode so, 28. Well, we should probably move on to let people know about our giveaway. Yes. So if for some Thank reason. Thank you for you patiently s- waiting and yes. listening to us ramble. If you stepped away or um, fell asleep. Forgot- or fell asleep. We are giving away two scooters for micro kickboard. One is their micro mini, which is for ages three to five, roughly. And one is their micro maxi, which they put for ages five to 12. And Megan has uh, experienced the rules a bit larger, larger teens on that scooter. Yes. You'll get to pick your color. They will ship before the holidays. So it could be an awesome under the tree gift. Um, and we're super excited. So, um, Basically, what we want you guys to do, if you have not subscribed to her show or left a rating or review, we would love you to do one of those things before you enter this giveaway. It's totally on our system. We have no way of knowing that you did. We're just asking because those things help us grow the show. And the more successful we become as a show, the more opportunities we'll have to give away awesome stuff like this. So everybody wins. Um, So that's sort of like the honor system prerequisite. If you have not either left us a rating or review in iTunes, and I'll link to how to do that in the show notes, um, or subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app. All of those things help us and help send the message to the powers that be that people are listening to our show. Um, and then after you've done that on the honor system, um, check out microkickboard.com, check out those scooters, um, and look at all the fun colors they have. And then all you have to do officially to enter is leave a comment on the show notes post for this episode, which is episode 28. In that comment, we do need you to let us know if you'd like the mini or the maxi or either, um, because when we select our winners, we're gonna take the the first two winners and cross our fingers that we've got one of each. Um, If not, we'll have to move on to the next person. So if you're open to receiving either one, tell us that. If you have a specific preference, tell us that. Um, And I think that's it. So this show will air November 17th. The giveaway will run through Wednesday, November 25th, which is like a week and a day. So um, we'll be able to give you a last minute reminder next week on next week's episode. And then the giveaway will close just in time for Thanksgiving and like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So that if you don't win, you have time to kind of adjust your gift giving plans. Um, What else? Did I miss anything logistically there? No, I think that was pretty much it if you um, missed any of this though we can we'll recap in the show notes as well mm-hmm. just so you can do a quick read but really it's to leave us a comment uh let us know what which one you want mm-hmm. and please and, subscribe and, and rate and, yeah, review and all that good stuff because we love that and we love to hear from you guys as well yeah and it really does it really does help it it helps us show you know our brands and our partners that people are listening and engaged and then it's a we'll win-win do more stuff like this yeah absolutely and i'm really excited about um about working with with this brand because 
it's it's a great it's really great <laughs> so it is. yeah it is. we wouldn't have devoted it. five minutes or seven minutes or whatever we did to talking about a product if we didn't love it so yes absolutely yeah. and I forgot to say I made a note is that we have one of their helmets and that's like a smaller um you know they have a section for helmets oh, yeah. and accessories but they're those helmets that are safety rated for both um like skateboards and bikes so like bike helmets have a specific shape anyway there is it's super safe feeling and they have really cute patterns and stuff so forgot to mention that too all right all right i think we're good for today we will be back next week and you guys have until november 25th to enter this giveaway and if you're catching this episode like far into the future hopefully these gift ideas are still i think the gift ideas are still relevant even if the giveaway they seem pretty classic yeah yeah all right cool Cool. Well, thanks, Megan. Right. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Everything. It's been good talking, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All Bye. right. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mama or listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.